0: What's up? This is the Just Go For It podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm your host, Pearson, co-host Rachel. So today's going to be about uh, nutrition, mainly nutrition, some life choices, and some things that we discovered that we want to talk about um, relating to that. As usual, so the show is pretty short episodes, uh, usually between half an hour and an hour. Um, We don't have any ads. We don't really want to do things like that as far as that goes try to keep the the episodes unedited, but I do do some, um, other than that, I don't really like to ask for, um, like, hey, share this out, guys, and I don't do charging for that, so sense, but if you can leave a review, reviews apparently do us really, really well as far as, like, moving up in the rankings and getting discovered and getting, like, getting our message further out there, so, uh, I really appreciate that if you guys could do that at the end of the episode or just kind of anywhere along the line. Um, Rachel, if you wanted to chime in at any point and add anything, just let me know. I think that you actually have, you've dived a bit more into nutrition than I have before. Um, and I think that the biggest thing that I we want to talk about today is that a lot of people get confused when they say that they're going on a diet. When, I mean, essentially a diet is what you eat. So anything that you're eating, you're eating a diet of, you know, meat or a diet of vegetables. It's not necessarily to say that I'm going on a diet. And it's like, people misconstrue that for just this huge calorie deficit. And it becomes something that's just not sustainable. But I think if you remove that from the equation, it becomes something that's much more of a lifestyle thing. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think typically when people say I'm going on a diet, it becomes a crash diet. Yeah. And it's not changing your lifestyle to fit your specific
0: goals. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people get confused by that and think, like, example, it's, we're still, you know, the first couple weeks of January, and so many people are on that crash of like, oh, new year, new me, and I'm going to just do this diet. And it just becomes so extreme. It's such a huge change from like where they were. And people get stuck on the, like, I can't have any cheat meals. I can't screw up if if I, you know, I mess up once it's over and it's really not the case like having having a snack or having the quote unquote cheat meal i don't think is like a make or break as far as a healthy plan goes just because one meal isn't going to derail your entire training plan or your your meal plan or anything like that it's just
1: or even if you live by the 80 20 yeah 80% healthy 20% is kind of like mid
0: yeah exactly
1: you're still getting your treats in and you're still getting satisfied but you can also still improve your diet by eating healthier stuff more often
0: right and then with the with um actually talking about that the the program that our, our podcast is supporting right now the 2021 transformation program is it's centered around beginner you know beginners coming into the the, the realm of physical fitness and training and exercise. And right from the beginning, I said I wasn't going to involve a lot of nutrition unless someone wanted the paid plan. And I think that's because nutrition can so quickly derail. But what I do want to clarify is that you eat a balanced diet, a balanced, healthy diet. As far as like cheat meals go, it's like whatever. you know. If you are doing good for the whole week and on Friday night or Saturday night or whatever, you want to have like some pizza, okay, have some pizza. I mean, I wouldn't recommend like smashing a whole pizza by yourself, but having a pizza is okay or having some pizza is okay. And then just like, all right, well back to the plan, having those little breaks actually can really, really rejuvenate you as far as like staying on a plan, because then it becomes more of like, well, this is just my routine versus this is something that I am like, you know, just tied to without fail. And it's, it's that, um, that prison mentality of you're just stuck you can't change there's no variance and that really actually can break some people because they feel trapped and when you feel trapped it makes what you're doing seem more difficult than it actually is because you don't see like the light at the end of the tunnel versus y'all, go ahead
1: oh i think a lot of people also get stuck on like i'm starting this new exercise program and this new diet so i'm going to be skinny by the end of the week or i'm going to lose a whole bunch of weight oh my gosh so when you don't see that quick progress you don't um you don't change your mindset to thinking this is going to be a long-term thing people give up so quickly Mm -hmm. when you don't see those immediate results
0: exactly i see it all the time so a lot of people will let's okay i'm just going to make up an example right now Well, let's say john John Doe. Cool guy. Great guy. Uh, was in great shape in high school, but then kind of let himself go. And now he's like, let's say, 31. And all of a sudden, he's realized he's got a little bit of a gut. And he's a little out of shape and a little unhappy. Well, this Is this your friend? It's it's my friend. Are yeah. you asking I'm for asking a friend? I'm asking for a friend. It's not me. Unrelated. <laughs> it's just his, And his name's John. I'm not John. <laughs> Who's John? So John has hypothetically he's not been exercising regularly and has not had a good diet for the past let's say high school and you're know, what 18 most people graduate graduate high school about 18
1: somewhere and he's there.
0: now like 30 right so that's like almost like what 12 years something yeah. like that i can math on the spot oh my gosh i can't be an american then I can math so he's like 12 <laughs> years old 12 years down the road so that's 12 years of maybe not perfect diet but maybe not poor diet so he's got some weight so you're not going to lose 12 years of you know inactivity in 30 days it's it's not going to happen no it's not going to take you 12 years to lose no but expect it to take you know a good calendar year to to because what you're doing is you're not just losing weight and changing your physical appearance you're changing like habits, lifestyle habits that don't have, that once you do them enough, it becomes a routine. And that routine doesn't take thought. So it's like you have to create a new lifestyle within your life. And I think that is the thing that most people just forget about. It's like, oh, I can do this crash diet for 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, that's done. Now let's go back to the way I used to live. Well, the way you used to live got you where you were before you started. Right. So I'm a big proponent and a big fan of the the slower, take your time, create good lifestyle habits, make good lifestyle choices and that you can stick to it.
1: I think this is the first year of like going into January where I was like, yes, it's going to be a new year, I want to try something new where I am expecting this to be a long-term thing. Yeah. Because I was totally on those trains of like So and so lost 20 pounds doing keto. I'm going to do keto. It's going to be easy for me because it was easy for them. And I get stuck on those crash diets where it's like fast results. You're going to get there. But then as soon as you're done with it or you see results and you go, you have your cheat meal, but because you've like starved yourself of all the junk food for so long it turns from one cheat meal into like a week long thing. And then you're back to day one. You're or back square to day one. <laughs> It'll
0: happen so fast. That binging, it, it's so quick. So, and what, what she's, we're re- talking about. I do remember us both going through that phase a little bit. I remember I would quick do these different plans. and like, Oh, if I work out really hard for like the next, you know, eight weeks, I'll be in great shape. Okay. First off, if you can sustain, you know, a really hard training plan for eight weeks. First off, props to you for that. That takes commitment off. Sure. I will own up to that amount of commitment to do that. However, if that's your, if that's your goal in mind, I got to work out for eight weeks. As soon as you hit that eight weeks in your mind, you're done, you've completed. Okay, no more efforts required. And that's kind of where a lot of people fall off is realizing like, okay, I got to work out for eight weeks and there's this eight week plan after this eight week plan. You know, I'm done, I'm completed. I can just like, I'll be in great shape. I'm gonna be happier. Everything's gonna be perfect. And okay, you might be in better shape after eight weeks of a really intense training plan, but then you're gonna be exhausted if you're not used to it. If you go right from, you know, not working out to eating whatever you want to you change to an ultra clean diet and you're working out once a day every day, it's gonna be so taxing just to get used to that change that it, it's it's not likely a sustainable life change to do. So that's really why I started the program, is to have this progressive change to get your body used to movement, get your body used to eating different things. And I think the same thing I wanted to stress too, is calories and nutrition and fitness and weight loss, It's it really boils down to, on the surface, simple math. And I mean, there's articles and there's stories back and forth this way and that way. But on the surface, basically, it's calories in versus calories out. If you're eating a lot of food, you're going to gain weight. The simplest thing you can do is figure out your basic metabolic rate. And there are a billion of these calculators online and they're all free. I think the one that we used was the one with with, uh, Transparent Labs or Trans-something Labs. Some supplement oh, yeah, company. I think
1: it was transparent labs.
0: Yeah. They um
1: That's a good calculator it's too. Awesome,
0: because it's really in depth. It asks you your age, you know, the basic, your weight, all these different things, activity level, different variations of like how you work out and if you've recovered, if you've had illness.
1: I think it also kind of asks you like what diet you want to try. Oh, yeah. Or like if you want them to suggest kind of a diet for you as well. Right.
0: And so, so take that your basic metabolic rate. So it's important to note, this is the calories you burn if you're doing nothing. Not if you're, um, let's say, for example, you have an active job where you're, you're like a firefighter or like a police officer or something where you're, you're really active. That's, that's extra. So your basic rate is like, if you were just like hang out at home all day, doing like whatever, that's your basic rate. And then you add on your lifestyle changes to that. And I think that's in the calculator too. So basically, if you are consuming more calories than you are burning every day, you will gain weight just on the surface. And I want to make that very clear. That's a surface level assessment. Now, if you change the composition of what you eat, you're eating more veggies, you're eating more proteins, and you're Cutting down your carbs and your fats, and I say cutting down carbs and fats like your your refined sugars, the added the added sugars. If you're reading a label and it says it's got 20 carbs and 15 are added sugars, okay, that's something you probably want to avoid. It's just straight sugar is not super helpful. Yes, it's needed in the body, but it's it's not a necessity for the body. So again, basic calories in and out years ago, what's gonna really make the easiest thing for losing weight. So I'm also doing this program. The first week I lost like nine pounds, which I get it. That is a crazy number. However, before we started this plan, I was eating like everything I could find. I was mentally I was stressed. I wouldn't say I was in a dark place, but I was definitely in a different mental, you know, frame of mind of where Wasn't super happy, was definitely stressed, was definitely just trying to like understand what was going on with the world and the election is just, and I'm sure there's, you know, everyone there's had some degree of that same thing of feeling like stressed out and like didn't know what was going on.
1: Not only that, but we just came off of being vegan for three years, and we were remembering Holy every gal. single piece of junk food that we can eat in this world, and we were trying them all. <laughs> and
0: yeah, that was the the classic like binge.
1: Oh, it was so bad. We
0: did it hard. We did it so hard. So yeah, right. I don't know if I ever mentioned that on the show. Actually, we were my wife and I. We were vegan for Three and a half years vegan, and vegan in the sense of like we still had honey. So like we were quote unquote, we were like the dark vegans.
1: (laughs) We were doing vegan for the anti-inflammatory effects, which unfortunately it worked well for a while for your tendonitis, but because your job is so repetitive and stressful and stressful, it kind of started flaring up. And so we decided, well... If it's going to flare up anyway, why are we picking such an expensive diet in this time when we need to be a little more conscious about our budget?
0: So long story short, uh, let's just say four years ago, five years ago, um, I had a case of tendonitis or tricep tendonitis on my elbow, which if you're familiar with tendonitis, um, it's, it's an inflammation of a tendon specifically related to a specific movement. So I had a lot of trouble doing any pushing movements with my my right arm. Just it was painful. It hurt. Uh, so I couldn't lift. I couldn't do bench press. I couldn't do any type of pressing motion with my my right arm because it was painful. So went to physical therapy. Got I went through I don't know what months months of that and did stretches and did all this other stuff and it became manageable. But the pain like never really went away. So we started, of course, looking into alternative things like what can we do and what's going to be cost effective and the easiest to do. And we came across a vegan diet, we Watched some documentaries. And basically, it was just simple, like uh, just a vegan diet releases, it reduces inflammation in the body. And that was our, our sole reason to change. I mean, of course, there's the animal benefits. But I used to tell people that when I was a vegan, I was a selfish vegan. It's like, well, it's not for the animals. It's more because it's for me, it's like health benefits. So with that part being excluded, it was really easy for us to make that change back because, again, it was for us. It wasn't because like, okay, don't get me wrong. Animals, I love animals. We have pets. You got a dog and a cat, but it's not like they govern our life choices. I love my dog, but I'm going to eat meat still because it's tasty and it's cheap. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it comes down to okay so reining it back in yeah we decided to go off of vegan the vegan diet and back to a traditional kind of omnivore diet and so we're you know relearning we're having pizza again but not like vegan pizza like i want to have a pizza like right now that i don't have to you know figure out everything's vegan and it's cheaper we ate so it was reliving all the foods we couldn't eat and then it's the junk foods that we couldn't eat that was, yeah, it just It was a massive, I don't know, month and a half, two month straight binge of just like food and all kinds of food. So I ballooned up like I gained a bunch of weight really fast.
1: You don't look like you did. I don't.
0: OK, I carried it. I carried it well. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. But so then I made that change to not restricting my calories but I'd watched what I ate and I was eating less junk food. Um, I use MyFitnessPal, which is super easy because you just scan food and then it tells you what it is and it tracks it all for you. So that's really easy. And I tracked my my caloric intake and I watched my proteins and I watched my carbs and fats and then I started slowly reducing them. Because if you go from consuming, let's just say, because i never tracked it because I didn't want to know. When I was eating junk food all day and we'd have big meals at night, I'm sure I was in the like, 35 to 4,000 calorie range of not good calories of just like, it's near me, I'm going to eat it. And then I bring that down to less than 3,000. So 2,000 to 2,500, which is actually reasonable for what I do. It's, it's a change in my body that my body had adjusted to eating more. So now it's finding a way to be more efficient, but they're better quality calories coming in. So my body has to use those things and it's, I'm working out more now. So basically simply by eating less food and less junk food, my body has adjusted. And that's how I dropped like almost 10 pounds in 10 days. Now it's obviously this, it's not going to continue that way. And it will kind of start to level off and become more of a, a consistent weight loss of somewhere around half a pound to a pound a week, which is, which is fairly common, but Again, that basic, you know, calories in versus calories out is all you really need to know if you're losing weight and you have, this is the important part, excess weight to lose. If you're... Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I like your points about the in versus out, but I have a case for the diet that I'm choosing. Sure. My idea, my goal is not tracking the calories, but tracking exactly what I'm eating. So I... Used to love my fitness pal because it gives you an exact number. This is how much you've eaten. This is how much you've exercised. This is how much you have to, yet to eat. I loved that, but I felt like I was far too focused on the in versus out. So, what I am doing, I bought a diet and fitness journal that I'm actually having to physically write in. I track all the foods, like I have to write down everything that I eat in there and go find like the labels and write down the calories and fats and proteins and carbs on them. But I'm not counting every, I'm not going and adding up everything at the end of the day. I'm not tracking how many calories I'm burning on my exercise. What I'm trying to do is eat whole foods. So I'm eating eggs every day for breakfast with sausage or some other protein. And then I'm eating salads. I'm trying to incorporate veggies In all of my meals, I'm trying to eat things that aren't prepackaged and put together. I'm trying to avoid those added sugars and those added carbs. I'm trying to avoid flour and refined sugar at all costs. And for me, that's what works for me is making sure you're getting that good quality food in. Of course, I mean, I do understand that there is, you know, the inverse is out. So I know like kind of to listen to my body is like, if you're not hungry, don't eat. So don't just have all those excess carbs. But I'm trying to not worry so much about that, but worry more about what exactly is going in.
0: Okay, no, I get that. So does you are you feeling like with the way that you're, I guess, quote, unquote, tracking, you're tracking what you're eating? um, The way you feel the day? Is that being improved? Yes. You feel better throughout, throughout the I day?
1: I feel so much different from going from that binging on junk food. I mean, it was totally binging it was. on junk food. It was. It was terrible. <laughs> and it, it made me feel so sluggish and so like cloudy in my brain going to eating these whole foods and good things and lots of veggies. I just feel like throughout most of the day, I have so much more energy. I can think so much more clearly. Um, I'm drinking, I'm trying to drink a gallon of water a day because staying hydrated is a huge help when it comes to losing weight.
0: It really is. So I want to touch on a few things. Um, like I was mentioning the, um, I really liked my fitness pal and tracking it and knowing where I'm going. Rachel likes my fitness pal, but is doing it a different way. And the reason I asked why specifically how she feels the other day is because we're all different. Everyone Mm -hmm. operates differently, everyone functions differently. So the key thing to take into account is how you feel. And that's how you're going to determine which plan is the best for you. This is the main reason why I don't have nutrition in the free plan. Because just between her and I, it's a different plan. And everyone, okay, not everyone, there will be people who can use a similar plan. But for the most part, A nutrition plan is going to be much more specific to you than just your training plan. Your training plan will be specific, but your nutrition plan is not only based on how active you are, your basic rates, what you like, the foods you like, the diet you prescribe to When I say diet, I mean like a vegan diet, an omnivore diet, a vegetarian diet. Those are all different. Paleo, keto. keto. They're all different. And then at the end of that, how you feel throughout the day with what you're eating which is a huge factor because let's say you have a diet that for all intents and purposes is working for you by working i mean you're losing weight but you can't stand it it's not sustainable nope it doesn't matter if it's going to work for you it'll work short term and then you're going to lose it because you'll binge like we did and it was it made us happy on the inside but it made us (laughs) big on the outside
1: (laughs) I don't think it really made us happy. I think we felt satisfied in the moment. Yeah. But long term, we were just like, why would we do that?
0: (laughs) No. But so, and this is something that I've been saying for quite a long time. And I know it's not, I'm not the only one saying it. But I think that the most important plan or the most important um, steps anyone can take in their fitness journey is picking a plan they can stick to. Doesn't matter what plan it is. Pick a plan you can stick to, one you enjoy, one that works with you and your schedule, because if one you can't stick to it.
1: Yeah, one that you don't feel restricted.
0: Exactly. If you can't stick to this plan, then it doesn't matter what the plan is because you'll fall off of it and you'll binge. Yep. So just,
1: We've tried millions of we, diets. We have. We've tried hundreds. I tons. used to
0: work at um at a GNC, which A lot of people like GNC, a lot of people don't. The thing it did do for me is it gave me a lot of knowledge, gave me a lot of information. Yeah, there's a sales aspect to it and that part I didn't enjoy. However, there's a lot of information there. It's a wealth of information and you can get a lot of information from people who come in and talk to you. It taught me that there is so many different options for so many different people that it almost doesn't matter which one you pick, as long as it works for you and you like it. I mean, you would have like, so for example, Rachel and I would go in as a couple and we would need different things. We would look at different things and ask different questions, but the mission is the same. Get healthy, get fit and feel good. At the end of the day, if you can get fit, you can be healthy and you're happy with yourself and happy with the progress you've made. I think I can call that a win. I mean, basically, yeah. it's kind of what we're going for. So with, with talking about nutrition, it's finding the plan that works for you. Calories in versus calories out is what works for me. What works for Rachel is how she feels and then whole foods, you know, better quality foods versus the um, the added sugars, right?
1: Yeah. Finding the foods that satisfy the hunger that I have, but also satisfy like the cravings that I'm having. Without um, putting excess junk in my body and yeah. weighing me down,
0: it's it does slow you down. I do remember when I used to, and I've mentioned it before on the show that I work on a on a vending truck, which I'm surrounded by candy and snacks all day, which does make it really difficult to to stick to a healthy regime, a healthy plan. When I would binge, it um, it was super difficult to to feel energized throughout the day and not need to drink an energy drink or have a coffee because your body is operating on such a roller coaster of energy. Your body loves quick carbs, quick carbs being glucose, being like added sugars. So you eat one of those and you have a spike in blood glucose, which is quick energy. So you have a good bit of energy. However, your body doesn't like quick changes in anything. So when you have a quick spike in glucose, you have a quick spike in insulin which converts glucose to a usable form of energy and then it stores it in the liver. So basically you're going through these peaks of like sugar rush, sugar crash, sugar rush, sugar crash until your body can even out. And that process takes a little bit, but what that leaves you feeling is it leaves you feeling energetically spent. So in the body, and anyone who's diabetic can attest to this, when your body has to do more work, internally, it makes you feel more tired. So when you eat a bunch of sugar, you have, as I said, a sugar rush. and Then immediately after that, you have a crash because your body's desperately trying to get it out of the bloodstream. So your blood is back to a homeostatic level. Homeostasis is basically like your even operating level for the body, which is what it needs to be at. 99% of the time, you have ebbs and flows of your your blood levels and glucose levels. And those are important. But it's important to know that when your body has to work harder, it makes you feel more tired. So the easier we can make it on our body, the more energy we have throughout the day, which is eating similar foods, steady foods and a healthy balanced diet of get ready, vitamins and minerals and other nutrients. That part is boring when it comes to fitness, but you need it. You gotta have it. And I'm a big proponent of multivitamins simply because I don't eat enough veggies every day on a consistent basis. So if I get a multivitamin that has some greens in it and I take some other micronutrients, what that does is it fills in the gaps that I don't get with my food. We'll talk about supplements in another episode just because that's a... That's a whole other podcast episode. But supplements <laughs> supplements themselves are the two things at the same time. They are both essential and non-essential. If you have an ultra-balanced, ultra-healthy diet, you might not need supplements at all. If you don't and you're an average person, it's likely you're going to need supplements to bridge the gap. And that's all they can do. They can bridge the gap between what you get from your normal diet, your normal meals daily, and the extra. And you don't always need them. However, you can benefit greatly from them, the right ones at the right time. So it doesn't mean you just go out and buy everything you can buy from your local health store and think you're going to get in perfect shape. If your body doesn't need it, you will literally, you will pass it through your normal waste. It'll be really, really expensive pee and poop. That's all it's going to be if your body doesn't need it. So if you haven't created a need for it, your body won't use it, and it won't store it because it doesn't need it. That's a lot of things that supplement companies will tell you. That's not true. You need this? No, not necessarily. So, healthy, balanced diet, and stay happy. Is there anything else you wanted to add to the show today?
1: I think that about sums. You think it that up about for sums me. it up.
0: I think we banged this out in a good thirty minutes. So yeah, nutrition—it's—it's it's you specific, and as long as you're happy and it's working for you, keep doing it. So that's the show guys. Just go for it podcast. You can find us on Instagram. Just go for it podcast all one word. Rachel's on uh, a whole bunch of other socials at Darling Soco. Um and that's pretty much it. Oh, don't forget leave a review uh, on the show and then check out the program we are on Facebook, Instagram and Strava as the 2021 transformation program. We are into it in the first, you know, a couple weeks and everything's going well. So uh talk to you guys later.
1: Bye.